This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Before we take our seat, let's just read it together. Uh, but thou, O Lord, shall endure forever, and thy remembrance unto all generations. Next verse. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor our year. Hallelujah. That's a direct word to someone this morning or this afternoon. But then, let's continue from where we've been, uh, where we stopped last service. Second service. Can I have your seat? God bless you. Thou will arise and have mercy on Zion. So there is something called set time. Set time. There are events. So remember where we started from before we dwell on this one. We started from Genesis 8, verse 22. Why the earth remains seed, time and harvest, cold and wind, uh, cold and heat. So we said, life is seasonal. And there are things to do per season. It has pleased God that as long as we are in this realm, we must operate in seasons. Your life will go through seasons. And the most important thing is what, to know what to do per season. Secondly, another very important thing is to understand God's seasons in your life. And people can be twins and not operate the same season. You can be born of the same father and not operate the same season. Hallelujah. Whatever they call open heaven, a person can be under a church like this, under an open heaven, but can have a closed heaven upon himself. Except he submits and he opens himself, even though he's worshipping with people who are under an open heaven, so to speak, he might have a closed heaven. And an apostle can also have an open heaven upon himself and live in a city that has a closed heaven. It might not affect him much because covenant can be general and covenant can be personal. Is somebody with me? Hallelujah. So we also read Ecclesiastes 3 that to everything there is time and a purpose to everything under the sun. Everything. Then we read Proverbs, uh, Ecclesiastes 8, 6, that the Bible said that because to everything there is time and judgment, so the mystery of man is great upon him. Everything there is time and judgment. And we read that Solomon prayed for understanding of difference between evil and good. That's what we call wisdom. And that was the prayer of Solomon um, in that first King chapter 3 where we read, he prayed for ability to discern between what is good and what is not good and I especially a little on that second service that is beyond saying something good and something bad that the first mistake man made 
Satan tempted man and told man that when you eat that fruit, you shall not die. You will know the difference between good and evil. So when Solomon said to God that I want to have understanding of the difference between good and evil, God knew what Solomon was talking about. That this is wisdom. Because when Eve was given the fruit, the Bible said that she saw it as a fruit that looked like something that should make one wise. So wisdom is demonstrated in ability to discern between what is good and what is bad. Which means you will know times and season how to function. You see, to be able to unravel this mystery, it's a grace that God has asked to give you. There is a tribe in the Bible called the children of Issachar. There are stories in first, if you read First Chronicles chapter 12, verse 32, the Bible talks about this group of people. First Chronicles 12, 32. I want us to read about them. Because this is very important. And of the children of Issachar, which were men that had understanding of times. What a gift. And as a result of that, to know what Israel ought to do. Hi. The Bible says, out of all the tribes, some tribes were to worship Levi. They were the priests. But the Bible says, for the sons of Isaac, God gave them a gift. They had understanding of times. What happens to you when you have understanding of times? And they could tell. If you were close to any sons of Isaac, he could tell you when to invest and when not to invest. When to go out and when not to go out. When to marry and when not to marry. When to travel and when not to travel. Because they had understanding of times. This understanding, you need it to function in the dark world that we live in. Now, there are two types of set time. There are things that they will only happen by the calendar that God has marked. God has a calendar. Even though under, in fact, that one in itself, under certain conditions, God's calendar can be extended or can be delayed. But I have told you that everything I'm touching on from the first service till now, we are not entering fully into them. Just to make ball, we will come back to each one because you will be alive and I'll be alive for a long time. So we have all the time. Hallelujah. So in, in certain uh, cases, God's plan, God's calendar can be, for instance, as Abraham began to converse with God deeply in Genesis 15, God told Abraham that, great, cut the blood into two, cut the animals into two, meaning that blood covenant, put a side there, a side there, then let the blood spill in between them. And the Bible says in the night, God was, saw a pillar of fire. That was God walking. So Abraham was to walk this way and God walked this way. And that's how to in that covenant. And ah, then the Lord said to Abraham that even though I'm swearing to you now, I am the Almighty, I swear by myself because there's nothing greater that your children will possess this land. But no, there will be a period of darkness, first of all. They shall be afflicted for 400 years. After that, I will visit them. No matter how solid you are as an intercessor, within those 400 years, you could not pray them out of bondage. And you could not stay the hand of Pharaoh. Jeremiah 29. 70 years you shall spend in captivity. After that, I will visit you. I know the thought I think to a thought of good and not of evil. Within those 70 years, you could not intercede your way out. 
They are called set time. That was what happened in Acts chapter 1 when they were asking Jesus, Will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Verse 6 and 7, we began to say, It is not for you to know times and seasons, which the Father has put in his hand. Some things, it is the Father himself supervising the calendar. And no matter what you do, when it is not time, it is not time. Koti Kwen. In other words, walk on, look on. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Amen. At that time, the Father says, so, but then, he said 400 years, but this people spent 430 years in captivity, 30 extra. That must have been the time of Moses running away. Because it was the plan. But he first of all went ahead of God. Hi. You got times and seasons in your head. This is why this message is very important. See, Sarah begged Abraham to sleep with a guy. Women can make you do things and blame you at the end. And you must accept the blame. <laughs> That's why do only what you know you should do. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, and when she saw that she was pregnant, Genesis 16, she began to get rude to mom Sarah. And Sarah said that, I will show you that this is my house. And the Bible says, Sarah dealt harshly. It looks to me as if God overlooks certain things that women do. It's not that he's, he's in support, but he has a way of overlooking. It's like God, God, anyway. <laughs> Are you with me? <laughs> so, <laughs> Sarah dealt harshly with her and she fled. And an angel met her and told her that, no, eventually you are going to leave, but not now. You are leaving prematurely. That's what the Bible said that your flight must not be in haste. What Solomon prayed for is what will guide you. Whether should I go to Canada or stay in Nigeria? Or is it UK? Which course do I do in school? The Bible has told you to marry a Christian, but Chioma, Wale, and Alabi are not in the Bible. So out of the Christians available, how do I know which one? Ibadan, it's not boldly written in the Bible. There's no page in that Bible. If yours is showing Ibadan, throw it away. It's not from God. And there's no Canada in the Bible. And there's no UK in the Bible. But they are there embedded in, in a code. Are you with me? <laughs> See, what I'm sharing. She thought it was her time to go. But God, the angel told her that go back and submit to Sarah. You know that word? Sarah will beat you a little more. Because Ishmael must be at a certain age before you are allowed to go. Now she went back. And one day Abraham woke up and said, Get out of my house. And gave her a jar of water. The same Sarah said that, You know what? Send this girl away and her son. And this time God said to Abraham, that, Do it. And they sent them away. Then God appeared to her on the way and made a covenant with Ishmael as well. As in to bless him and to multiply him because he came from Abraham. But the same woman left some years before the angel told her to go back, that this is a wrong move. Left some years after and the angel endorsed it. Two people can be taking the same action. If one is doing it in his own time and one is doing it out of outside season, the result will not be the same. Yes, sir. Mm. I get what I'm saying. 
the person observing on the outside, you will see that they are doing the same thing. But our times are not the same. So, there are certain things that the father is the one that controls. And there is nothing you can do until that time. Because the time is hinging on so many other things. So, the father sets it. That at this time, this is what we have seen For many years, there were people praying for the healing power of God. In the time of the voice of healing, and nothing happened. Papegi was praying one day, and God mentioned a particular year that by the fall of next year, healing will be like pure water. Let me tell you the truth. Most of the people you have read of plucking cancer out of people's body, many of them could not fast for two days dry. It was not their ability. There was a season that God released the healing grace over the entire America. People that were eating breakfast were healing sick. Now, there are people now who can starve themselves for seven days and they cannot eat leg. By strength shall no man prevail. There can be a season of the prophetic. When it is the season, now, man's season, this is another point, you should write this down. Man's season don't always mean God's season. In Mark chapter 11, as Jesus got to the fig tree and he saw leaves and he thought he would find, the Bible says he found nothing and he said, no man eat of thee again thereafter. But the Bible says that for it was not the season of the fig tree. In other words, Jesus approached the tree at the time that according to man's season, that tree was not supposed to produce. But Jesus said that I don't operate by man's season. I operate by my season. Now I want fruit and you don't have, you become barren for life. Are you getting what I'm saying? One of the lessons I'm more meant to learn from fig tree principle is the fact that God's season is different from man's season. He operates on season. That's why he used that word. When he was going to give Sarah his son, and he came down to their house in Genesis 18. Then the Lord said, Where is Sarah? I said, She's outside. I said, Tell her, about this time, according to the season of life, next year, Sarah will have a son. God had to add down because every season is different from man's season. Are you getting what I'm saying? Praise the Lord. Now, I said that to say, many things will happen when you are not ready, but God is ready. And I am speaking sensing that this month will be like that. Amen. Abraham sat down. The prayer led them for service and seconds and we are about to pray and I went, uh, uh, we, have missing, we have a meeting in the evening. Abraham sat down at the tent of the door. That Genesis 18. And three men were coming. This is why ah, What we've been praying with, Luke 19, 41 and 42, 43, 44, which we are going to read now and we pray again for the third time, this third service. Because of how powerful this scripture is. This has to do with God's timing that is different from man's timing. So the Bible says, when he was come near 
He beheld the city and wept over it. John 11.35, shortest verse in the Bible, Jesus wept. But again, he wept over a city. The Bible says Jesus stood before the city, looked at the city, and he started crying like a helpless person. Because he seemed to be helpless about the situation of the city. And what was their problem? Verse 42. Saying, he was crying and he was saying, imagine Master himself crying. Saying, if thou hast known, even thou. I love the Bible. It's emphasizing that, see, you are the one I'm talking to, that if you know, even you, not your neighbor, you, you listening to me this morning, he said, if you know the things which belong to thy peace, if you know that you are in this city, why you should be in this city? You are doing this job, why you should do this job? You should marry, why you should marry? He said, the thing, you are looking for peace. Your soul is looking for something. And what you are looking for is around you, but your eyes are shut. He said, but they are hid from thy eyes. Then he moved to the next verse. This is where agony, this is why, remember where we read in that Ecclesiastes 8.6. He said, because to everything there is time and judgment, the mystery of man is great upon him. It's not about ability alone. There is time and judgment. Once you get it right, you get it wrong, there of timing and judgment, it's as good as, I, I left you guys some years ago. There are people that we left school who were one of the best and you just see them now, you feel sorry for them. Life has passed them. They have not done anything wrong necessarily. It's just that in terms of time and judgment, they misfired. So Jesus said, For the day shall come upon thee, this is why he's crying, that the enemy shall cast a trench about thee and compass thee round and keep thee on every side. Verse 44. And they shall lay thee even with, with the ground and thy children within thee and they shall not live in thee one stone upon and total destruction. And he gave the reason again. Because thou knowest not the appointed time of thy visitation. What happens when God plans a visit for a man and you miss it? Even Abraham that God planned that the whole nation of Israel, which the church came out of, was a the game plan. Abraham was the game plan, the father of faith. By the time God was going to give me a son, Abraham just sat outside. Cause I just sense in my spirit that some things will happen to some people in this November. What your soul has been looking for will pass. May you not miss it. You would think because of the important role Abraham will be playing in our generation uh, from forever, father of faith. There is a place over there called Abraham's bosom. You will think that God will just come and say, okay, now that I know how important you are, take the son. Instead, Abraham sat outside around 3 o'clock in the afternoon and three men just showed up. And you know what? They did as if they were passing. And Abraham said, no, there's something about these guys. He said, excuse me, can you come? They first said, no. He said, no, 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 there is food in my house. If you check very well, by the time the they same two of those men. One was God, two angels. God went back to heaven. The two angels went to Lot in Sodom and Gomorrah. They operated the same pattern. They go to Sodom and Gomorrah. They went there because Abraham had been praying for Lot. But when they got there, they sat in open square. Only Lot saw them and he said, excuse me, sir, come to me. They said, no, 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 we will stay here. I said, you can't stay outside overnight now. They said, we are fine now. 
and he persuaded them. Then they followed him to his house. Only for him to realize that they were sent to rescue him. But the shocking thing was, they just didn't come and say, Abraham has prayed for you and let's rescue you. They first pretended and said they didn't know the man want to stay here. Are there things that God is sending and people are missing? So Jesus stood. He was the one who came to rescue them. But they rejected him and ended up killing him. So in advance, he was crying. He looked at the whole city and said, Wow! Something is made for your peace and he's looking at you and you are not seeing it. He said, the enemy will, they will finish you. He said, because you don't know the day of your visitation. This is why what we started with, one of the most precious gifts a believer can operate is that which is given to the children of Issachar. Times and season. You will know when to say bye-bye to a project and move. And when to, things can look tough, but you know that it's not yet time to leave. You, if you use signal to the time when you should go or not, you will make a lot of mistakes. That's why I say that you shall not go, your flight shall not be by, you shall not go by ace nor by flights. Okay, now the boss is complaining, everything when I get to office, they complain every now and then, so I think I should leave. You might leave and leave. I asked them a question on second service, which is what I want to close with. We will, my mind is on evening. Now listen to me very well. Ask me a question. All of you listening, all of you, men and women, all you precious people of God here this morning, ask yourself a question. I don't know your age now. Maybe you are 35, 39, 40, 42, 45, 50, 55, or you are 92. <laughs> but let's pick an average age. If you are 40 here, if you knew what to know now when you were 20, all the things you know now, the experience you have, what to know now, Imagine you knowing them when you were 20. If you are 35, imagine knowing what you know now. Imagine you knew them when you were 19. How would your life have, how would you have turned? How many people understand what I'm saying? Do you know the most painful part is not that you wouldn't have taken some decision you took then. The most painful part is that there are things you are doing right now so that in 20 years we regret. So, what has happened has happened. The question is, is there something I can do now that will put me on a track that I will never look back and wish I had done some things differently? When they began to argue in the time of the Bible, that was what Elihu began to say. Job 32, from verse 7. He kept quiet and he expected old men to talk. All of them were talking to Job and Elihu was like, ah, why are these people inspiring? He said, he was a young guy, he was a very young guy. He said, I kept quiet because I said they should speak and multitudes of years should teach wisdom. He said, I saw elders, I said, let me not talk, you are older, so you are young. He said, but I found that I was wrong. Then he said something, I said, but there is a spirit in man. See, the spirit in you sees the past, present, and future. And the inspiration of the Almighty giveth them understanding. This understanding of times and season, they come from a realm that is not normal. Because there is a place of learning from the old, but they can't even help you much. Many of them are maybe so they are going to advise you based on what mistake they have made. And you know what? No two lives are the same. 
wants more of you. David said, I know more than my teachers. I know more than nation because your testimonies are my meditation. He, who, he that is taught of the Lord is the only one that will get to age 80 and there's no regrets. Some of the people that brought powerful hymns to us, they walk a realm that is not common now, like in Christ alone. That last stanza, no guilt in life, no fear in death. This, that is a language of somebody whose life has been beautiful. No guilt in life, no regret, no nothing. But it's impossible for a normal person. Job 28 says, where can wisdom be found? I'm stopping here, but I'm just saying to rule church. So, remember where we started from. There are seasons. There are some things about your life. They will only happen based on a calendar that's written ahead of you. Psalm 45. All your parts are written in his book. God has a book. And the Bible says all your parts are, Psalm 145, all your parts are written in that book. So God has a book. So the things that God has said you will possess when you are 42. If you are not 42, it cannot happen. But there is the other part, which is more. That God says you are to have this. You will have it as you grow. And God sees in you maturity to undo. That one might not happen forever if you don't show wisdom on time. Yes. God can look at a man and say that in the next... By this time, he says that I have planned that this guy will rebuild this nation and sustain millions. But there is a way the guy can be behaving every day that that script is up there. And you know what? You can live to 80 and not show any form of maturity and God will say it's not worthy of the scripts. It is for him but it cannot be given to him. Yes. That one is very common. This is why seriousness about your Christian life is not negotiable. Everyone can wait forever and in some extreme cases Assignment can be taken from one person and given to another. Forever, Ketrukuma kept thinking that the anointing on her was meant for a man and that that man disobeyed God. God, because she didn't really fast for it. A pastor finished preaching one day that God can use a nobody. If you don't have anything, God can pick you from nowhere. And everybody like Ketrukuma just sat on the altar and said, Lord, is it true that I don't have any talent, I don't have any, you can use a nobody? He said, if you are looking for a nobody, a person that has nothing to offer, I have nothing to offer you. I cannot sing. I cannot do this. But if you rest on me, I can work for you. And something happened to her that day. I've also read about Judah. The Bible says that his bishop will let another take. And why is the one that let no man take your crown? That means it's your crown, but someone else can take it. If the plan of heaven over you, you are fumbling too often, your bishopry can be given to another person. Because every plan God has for you affects many other people. And if you will not rise on time, they will have to send somebody. Otherwise, the people that are hooked to your vision are doomed forever because of your own carelessness. Seasons. Anytime you read stories of people who have done great things on that, you are going to find that thing that will look like a risk. A time they left somewhere and moved somewhere. You can change job and go into obscurity forever. 
I told you before, I know people left their job because there was a business they were doing. The business was earning money. One of them, photography. One of them might even know the person I'm talking Photography. And I remember while we were growing up, the business was working and it was working in a bank. At a point, it was making more money for photography than, than bank. Then he felt that to be able to concentrate fully, so he developed a business plan, rented an office and everything, and decided to quit the banking job. It's as if as soon as he decided to quit like this, all customers disappeared. He suffered until today he has not found his bearing. All the colleagues, their wedding, their child name, everything, was one taking their picture. Everybody just disappeared. He bought things, funny studio, and nobody was going there. At times, a switch. I know people have traveled out and they just go to another level. The family, even husband and wife, fighting here in Nigeria, now they are bonding better. And I know those who move, as soon as they move like this, everything is scattered. Yes. Times and season. I believe there are people you can marry and you do so well. And people you can marry also, you might not do well. And you will not know the reason why your speed is very slow. They are hid from your eyes. You are trying so hard, but others will just try little and you are wondering what is going on. There is something. Hallelujah. I'm leaving us this afternoon with that prayer. If God did it for the sons of Isaac, they did not even ask for it. Now, you are a New Testament believer. You have the Spirit of God in you. Church, in this month of November and December, especially in this Nigeria, you need understanding of times and season. There are things working now. They will not work again. Aye. Take it to material world. How many of you use these kids? How many people still use this kit? You got times and seasons in your hand. Let me say this. Please. Pardon me to say this. And I I don't want to be misquoted by anybody as saying something bad will happen. No. In the prophetic, things can be changed. But I think I mentioned it to them yesterday. I cast me thing. Friday night into Saturday, I was praying. And I was shown a vision, which I had seen a part of it before. I was shown the rise and the fall of Samuel Do, the former Liberian president. I just saw like a flash how the soldiers enter his house and... I've seen the movie before, but what I saw in the vision was totally different from the movie. And when I came back to my sense, I was asking that why Liberia? This Apu Samedo was arrested many years ago and he was publicly executed as the president. Why was this brought to me again? But I understand the meaning. And I, we, we just, we have been praying for our nation. What I'm just going to tell you is this. When COVID was going to happen, the Lord didn't tell me anything about COVID. But ask all the leaders, it almost became a fight. He kept telling me that emphasize sales. Let people begin to go to household. I said, God, neither after a while you'll not be able to have a physical meeting again. I did my best and we started about 40 centers. Then when COVID started, everybody understood what. That's why this church lost nothing. 
financially went under electronic COVID. And on two occasions, we asked for the list of all the poor people among us who were broke because of COVID, and we sent money to the account. Many of you were living witnesses. We did that two times during COVID. And instead of going down financially, we were going up financially. God just said, I let people begin to meet in our school. You know what? About 24, 48 hours ago, the warning has been coming again that tell every member of the church, go and join household. Don't always believe that in January, December, that we will meet like this. We might. Now, this is what happened in the prophecy. See, when people pray, there might, be a, there might be a moment of interruption in the system of the country, and there might not be. See, when you are, something is real. That's why I feel sorry for those who like to go on Facebook and quickly be talking, like God show me this and start saying things. If you understand the prophetic, if you understand the prophetic, you will stop talking too, too early. Vision is not final. Prayer is final. There is nothing revealed that God's people cannot change when they pray. Yes. You, this brother here and his family can gather. You and your family. God has revealed that there is danger coming in the country. You can just pray your own Lord have mercy for their sake. It's not a bishop, but for his sake, because he's crying to God from a pure heart. God says that this shall not be. There are examples in the Bible that when you know you won't even want a prophetic office. God never said to Jonah, go and tell Nineveh that in three days, if they don't repent, there was no if. Read your Bible. In three days, Nineveh shall be wiped off. Saturday, Jonah was so sure that he climbed a mountain and waited for when the fire will fall. But the king just said, let's fast and pray. And God changed the sentence. Isaiah, the greatest prophet in, in the time of Ezekiel, woke up to Ezekiel and he said that, put us in order for thou shalt surely die. That was it. Ezekiel did not even discuss anything with Isaiah. Isaiah left. Ezekiel just faced the one and said, Lord, remember me now. And God said, go back and tell him 15 more years. Vadi suspended, we change it. Ahab killed, and out of the mouth of three, two or three witnesses, Ahab killed Naboth. And Elisha said that, Oga, that same place where you kill Naboth, your blood will be shed in that place. And Ahab went home, and the Bible said that God told Elisha, have you seen Ahab bull himself before me? Ah, that even will not happen in his time. It will happen in the time of his son. Who says prophecy is final? When God reveals something to you, someone else can change it in the place of prayer. If my people that are called by my name will humble themselves and pray. Once people offer prayer in humility, anything can change. So you might have heard some people saying, now there are people who say trash all around. But there are people in general prophetic ministries who actually said something. Those things they said were meant to happen. Some other people cancel in the place of prayer. That's a wise prophet will say that if we don't pray, this will happen. If it's something negative. I can show the Bible so how God promised something positive and people never walked in it. He told a lie. I vowed that your family will be a priest before me forever, but I just changed my mind now. He said, because you honor your sons more than me. They are stealing often and sleeping with men in church. He said, far be it from a day that honor will like honor. He said, my plan was that your family will reign forever in priesthood. I just canceled that plan now. Nothing is automatic. Only the word of God is sure forever. That's why the greatest prophecy is in the word. The wicked will suffer. It's in the Bible. Say unto righteous, it shall be well with him. I don't need to tell that I saw seven angels saying that I should tell that I should go. The Bible says it shall be well with him. Guess what? Because the Bible says it, it will be well with him. Is somebody with me? <laughs> One of the greatest prophecies in the Bible, a virgin shall conceive. Who is the virgin? We don't know her name. 
the prophet that spoke about nobody mentioned Mary, a virgin, and they did not call her phone number. Can God give you phone number? Yeah, but those are the things that are moving people. Witches can do better job. <laughs> what grieves me about this is I, I have a few friends who are genuinely calling to the prophetic. And many imposters are rubbishing what the prophetic ministry is all about. It's not all these games people are playing. But look at all the scripture I just showed you now. That if, you, if God tells you something prophetically, you will rather just want to pray about that than to go out and start talking. God told me this will happen. This is one I will pray. This one I will not pray. If you understand, if you don't know, behind the scene, there's what they call the court of heaven. Overnight, something can be negotiated. And it's what they call sacrifice. Sacrifice is powerful. Yeah. There are those who will dabble so much into dark powers and God will leave them. They will, destroy, they will get, they will, save, they will destroy themselves. That's the truth. I get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Have I helped somebody? Everybody, lift up your hand wherever you are. Say loud and clear in the name of Jesus. Ah, this is a serious matter. You said it casually. Everybody say one more time in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Whatever, Whatever makes for my peace. Makes for my peace. Lord, Lord, open my eyes to see. Eyes to see. Everybody pray. Anything, anything. We have three minutes to pray. Everybody can rise if you want to now and begin to pray. Pray for mercy. Pray for mercy. Mercy not to miss visitation. If you have missed any, you can pray for restoration. Mercy. I'm trying, I'm trying to do things. Lord, what are you trying to tell me that I'm not getting? Where am I stumbling that I'm not seeing? Where are the mistakes of my life coming from that I'm not seeing? What door are you closing that I'm trying to open? And what door are you opening that I'm ignorantly trying to close? Mercy. Mercy to see. Two minutes more. Everybody pray.
Shall we all rise? Lord, I join everybody, those who are here, second service, first service, and those who are watching online. Beyond our knowledge, beyond our ability, beyond what we see, Lord, have mercy on us. Let what you are doing for us be because of your mercy. Look beyond our flaws. Whatever you've been trying to tell us that we are not getting, whatever door you are trying to close that we are trying to open, whatever you are opening before us and we are mistake, we are ignorantly trying to close, this morning, Lord, show mercy. Let's see what you see. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Father. We give you praise, Lord. Put your hands together and thank God. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.